Oh, welcome in. Pick Silly Podcast. Aaron, how you feeling? Man, it's a good day, man. It's been it's been a great week. It's been a good day. Work personally, sports wise, man, just awesome week overall. I'll tell you how my day's going. Are you ready? Oh, let's hear it. See what that is? Oh man. The listeners can't see what that is, but this is fine white muscadine wine. Family's starting to get fancy. It's very disgusting. I don't like it. <laughs> but um, hey, I mean, hogs won. I, I mean, come on. Uh, the pig silly podcast is doing so well that we're starting to get wine instead of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Other moving up in the of, world. Yeah. Next thing you know, next <laughs> podcast, I'll have scotch busted out. Um, Bless. Thank you to all our listeners who keep promoting us. Dude, I'm serious, man. Like, I, I want to say a big thank you to everybody who even listens to this thing because, I mean, you guys don't see the numbers, but Aaron and I see the numbers, or at least I see the numbers and I share them with Aaron. And uh, they're surprising. I'm not going to say what they are because that'd be, you know, a little bit weird, but they're surprising. We're moving up. Yeah. Yeah. We We are forward progression. So, yeah, no, it's been really good. And we've got a lot of encouragement and there's, we've got people who ask about the podcast and look it up and um, it's been, it's been really good. So with all that said, man, let's, let's just jump on in this thing, man. It's been a fun week. Yes, it has. And uh, Aaron has done, much more preparation with this than I have. Uh, as a matter of fact, he before the recording started, he was like, yeah, man, I, I hopped on the Google Doc and I did some work. And I was like, well, I totally forgot about that thing. So uh, Aaron's, well, Aaron's going to be taking the reins on this one, that's for sure. N- no, it was a good week, man. I, You know, typically we would talk about the Saturday game previously. Uh-huh. But the game last night for Arkansas was such a big game that it's going to take – the highlight is going to be the first thing we go to in the podcast, and then we'll go to the game from Saturday with Mississippi State. But, man, we saw a lot awesome. of good things. Yes. We saw a yes. lot of good things. And, Aaron, I'm saying this every single podcast, every single episode. Remember when you and I both said it's going to take a huge transformation to turn this team around. Do you remember that? I do, man. A I few weeks that. back. You know, Jalen Williams went on uh, after the game, and he said, you know, when when no one else believed in us, we believed yep. in each other. You know, and, and the media in general were looking at this team and like, it's a second year. We're going to look towards the next season. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this team has done a complete 360. And, and all we can say is, great job, Coach Muss. I mean, he's taken he's taken some weaknesses, made them strengths, you know, I remember when we couldn't defend a three, and now over the past few weeks, Arkansas is one of the best defensive teams in the nation. And, you know, that has to do with such great coaching. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I, I'm very surprised that – I mean, this is the same team that got ran out of its own gym against Hofstra. This is the same oh, yeah. team. Uh, physically they are, but mentally I don't think they are. I think they no. have a hunch on their shoulder now. They have something to prove. Uh, I think ever since that A&M game, I mean, something clicked. Clearly something clicked. But, I mean, nine in a row, I think it is now. I mean, something has happened. And I think the players have woken up. They've realized um, – I'm starting to wonder if this is going to be a year-after-year deal with Musselman trying to figure out his rotation. But 
Uh, I think that the players are starting to figure each other out, starting to figure out what the strengths are, what the weaknesses are, take advantage of those strengths. For example, Jay Will in the paint, just an insane defender. I mean, he's got what thirty-four charges now against them. Man, uh, and you would think uh, you would think a big man would want to get up there and block, but yeah, man, he's just been out there standing, taking those charges, and he's not ashamed. And so he's he has been one of the best keys on defense. Yeah, and um, I hate to say it, but I think Devo was uh, – he had some good plays, but I don't know. He wasn't himself last night. I, I say that as he dunked on a dude and totally ruined his career. Uh, I'm not going to go into details, but uh, – This I is mean, Devo dunking on another guy at yeah. the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, he just ruined that kid's career. But, uh, no, that, that kid was super good. Um, regardless – there was a lot of lazy passes and that, that kind of frustrated me was seeing those lazy passes that just, I mean, it seemed like there were, it's one of those deals where it's like, Oh, I'm just not going to think about it. I'm just going to throw it. And then it happens and you're like, Holy crap. You know, what, what did I do? Uh, I've been there in that, you know, with life before where you just do something and you're not paying attention and then boom, you know? So, right. Well, and and I think I have a different perspective on this, Cody. This might okay. be the first time we've disagreed on this. All right. Um, I did see a couple turnovers from him, but this is the first game where I've seen Devo uh, be consistent with his shots. He went four for eight, which is 50%. Um, he made his first three shots. And, you know, that's that's one of the – it might have been his first four and he missed his last four. But he hit two threes that were huge in the second half. And he hit a, a mid-range shot that was huge. So he scored eight points in the second half last night. And those second-half points from Devo were during a stretch where we were just going back and forth. And we were down by two, Devo hit a three. We were down by one, Devo hit a three. We were down by one, he hit a jump shot from right outside the free-throw line. And so it's one of those times where Devo's shot has been off, and I've been one that's advocated for him never to shoot a three. Last night, he hit some major shots that kept this team from going under when they were trying to find a score because, you know, J.D. Note had 28 points. However, Devo settled them down when things were starting to get crazy. Great point. Just a, a really good point. I'm looking at a stat line right now, five steals. Uh, it, it seemed to me that every time I would look, and maybe this is just uh, me maybe – looking at the bad things, you know, kind of mm -hmm. having the, being the devil's advocate. Uh, right. It seems like those two turnovers that he had were silly mistakes. And that's what frustrates right. me is silly mistakes. If it's a complicated mistake, you know, so be it, learn from it, let's move forward. But he knows better than to pass, you know, half the court uh, whenever there's two defenders down there. You know, he, he understands that. He knows that. And right. who knows how many times he's been told, you know, throughout his entire basketball career from peewee to where he is now. Right. And it might have stood out, too, because, I mean, there weren't very many live ball turnovers for Arkansas last night. They had 11 turnovers overall. And and so and his two turnovers were live ball turnovers, Good which point. went the other way. And so they stand out a little more. Um, some of those other turnovers were offensive fouls uh, that turned the ball over. Um, and honestly, turnover wise in this game, it is what gave Arkansas the win that and the fans, but because they won the turnover battle 11 to 19. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and, and with that type of defense, uh, I mean, we were watching last night, they got beat on the boards. They got beat, you know, um, inside. It was, it was just pure heart um, making those turnovers. And then the fans, I mean, um, Jalen Williams went up against a beast. And I think you would, you feel the same way about Walter Kessler. We were talking about him last game and brought him up how, how much of a player he is. I mean, this kid, yeah, almost. Yeah. No, almost. Sorry. Yeah. He had seven blocks, 19 rebounds and 16 points. I mean, that is a man. And, uh, you know, Jalen Williams went in there and he didn't do half bad himself, you know, with the, with the 13 points and 11 rebounds. And this is what Jalen was up against. And, you know, Arkansas was trying to get to the basket and they would get blocks. Walter would be there. I mean, it was all heart and all fans that, that won this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think that the fans were uh, high, high importance for this game. Uh, right. I guarantee you if there weren't uh, 15,000, let's say, if there were less mm-hmm. than 15,000, I guarantee you we would lose this game. I, I oh, hate yeah. to say it, but, I mean, look at their free throw shooting, 47%. Mm-hmm. That has yeah. to do with the fans, right? Right. I can remember when Walter was up there at the free throw line, and you you probably noticed this as well. The the whole building just got loud. And I read uh, from a tweet that there was a time where it was 112 decibels. And if you listen to 112 decibels for too long, you can destroy your hearing. I'm looking and up how much, how loud 112 decibel is. I mean, that it is, it was crazy. And so when Walter Kessler was at the free throw line, he missed his first two free throws when he was up there but we stepped over the line or the free throw so he got an extra one and they got loud again and he missed his third free throw because of how loud they were being and you could see how shaken he was by the noise that was coming from the fans and that happened all night um it was the fans that held off you know those extra points um analysts like to say that you're if if you're the home team and a visiting team is coming in, the home team typically has a 10-point advantage because of the fans when the game starts. The fans were that 10-point advantage. If this was a neutral court game, I think Arkansas loses, especially if they were at Auburn. I think they lose. But because of Bud Walton Arena, because of the noise that was coming out of there, Arkansas showed heart, determination, and there wasn't a team in the nation that was going to come in there last night and beat them. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think that when you get literally the most fans in the history of Bud Walton packed yeah. into a – I mean, imagine what it would have sounded like in Barnhill where it's just a oh, concrete man. jungle, you know? Yep. yep. Um, I think there was a little bit of acoustics buffers and uh, with new technology in Bud Walton. But regardless, I mean, I'm looking at the noise levels right now. Anything above 85 decibels is harmful. Uh, in about 101 to 105, you're talking about a school dance. And then above that, you're talking about a chainsaw, leaf blower, snowmobile, uh, lawnmower. I don't know about you, but I can't talk while the lawnmower's on. I, oh, yeah. Especially a gas one. Electric's a little different. But when you're talking a gas lawnmower, you just can't talk to each other. So I, I couldn't imagine what it would have been like at that game. I, I, oh, it just yeah. had to be awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard some people talk on the radio and say they were at the game and how they were sitting next to a family member, and they're trying to talk, and they couldn't hear each other. Then they would even be yelling in each other's ear, and it was so loud um, that That's they awesome. couldn't do anything about it. 
And and Brittany actually has a coworker who's an Auburn fan that she works with who went to the game with his twins. And he put his the they're younger, so they had headphones on. The decibels got so loud that the vibrations from the noise shook off the headphones that were on his kids. Wow. And so he had to put them back on. And I was like, the type of noise that it takes for that to happen is phenomenal. Well, heck, so, even even before the game, um, this one of the media, maybe it was Andrew Hutchinson. I hate to misquote somebody, but um, somebody from the media who is of high importance uh, said that the scores table, or not scores table, but the media table, whatever you want to call it, and we're talking, you know, half the way up the row was <laughs> shaking before the game. Yeah, before the game, it was already shaking. Just nuts. Oh to yeah. Me. Oh yeah. No, it was. It was one of the best atmospheres um, I've ever seen in Arkansas. And I, and I posted this before, but outside of the 2014 putback dunk by Michael Qualls, when we played Kentucky and, our, and, and won that game on the putback dunk, this was the most incredible game that I've ever seen. Was that 14? Mm-hmm. It was 14. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was 14. I mean, it was Kai Madden shot, shot up a three. Um, he, uh, Michael Qualls came up from the backside, got up, it was an overtime and just slammed it back down. I mean, it was one of the craziest games. Cause you know, you know how we are about Kentucky, right. but, um, screw them. <laughs> we've got them in, in Fayetteville here in a couple of weeks. And I'm sure that that'll be a pretty hostile environment too. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was a great Great game, great win. I do want to talk about three points in the game that I thought stood out the most. Let's do it. Uh, um, first off, it was the opening part of the game where Arkansas just busted out, and they were 28-16, I believe, was scored 28-13, and they busted out because of that momentum starting out. Um, it led to the the place to start going crazy because we were we were – in charge of the game. I mean, the way that we were playing, um, just the pace of the game was our pace. And then the defense and, you know, what they would do is they'd put Jalen Williams in the paint and make him stay in the paint while the five man went out uh, on the three point line. And so he just was a help defender whenever a guard or one of the small forwards would try to come in and lay up the ball. So they made them take jump shots and the guards were playing Arkansas guards were playing hard-nosed defense during that time. Now, uh, Auburn made its change, which made them come back. Arkansas didn't score in the last eight minutes and 30 seconds of the first half. Mm -hmm. And when that change happened, Auburn came back. They just basically screened the guards and hit open shots after that. Um, so that was the first part, was that opening where we, we were up by about 13, 15 points. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I think we were up by 12 at one point. Yeah. Yep. And then the second part is the J.D. Notace steal with about a minute to go. Arkansas was down by five points um, with two minutes left. They had, they had hit a shot, uh, and it, it was just, you know, they hit a shot to get within two, um, and then they were just trying to claw their way back. And there was a time when Walter Kessler had the ball at the top, I believe it was Kessler. It might have been another player. But J.D. Note came off of his guy and stole the ball and went to the basket, and he got fouled by Kessler during the layup. That was second because that was the big play 
that helped them start the run to get in overtime. Tied the ball game. Auburn comes back, makes a layup, and then Jalen Williams follows that up by scoring in the paint while J.D. Note gets the assist. Mm-hmm. And in overtime, my third big play okay. was when Note hit the three. Um, it was about a minute or so left. Uh, J.D. had the ball, and he had Kessler on him, and he hit a three that put Arkansas up by one. And from that point forward, Arkansas didn't look back. Mm-hmm. And so the momentum just carried them in that last few minutes and they hit some free throws to win the game. And that's, that's the important part is that, you know, if you look at the free throw numbers, that's, that's what won the game. However, those three parts of the game were, I think the strong points that led to Arkansas beating Auburn. You freaking nailed it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what there is to say. I think that, uh, I, I, I mean, you did awesome right there. Um, no. that, those were huge, huge momentum shifts that, uh, I, I mean, I'm speechless. I agree with you 100% on those. I think that getting an early lead against this type of team uh, is just huge. And, I mean, I think there was 12 minutes left in the first, uh, first half. We just took the lead. Uh, I mean, that was, that was huge. That was just, it seemed like that was momentum. I hate to sound cliche, but uh, I mean, like you just said, you ju- you took it all from my mouth. That's why I'm so awestruck right now. Like you said, everything I was going to say. No, well, now let's not forget that their main point guard, they, they didn't have their main point guard playing in this game, Zip Chasper. Who cares? Yeah. And he's a good, good player. I mean, he allows one turnover in 30 minutes. So he's their assist man, the point guard, the one that settles everything down. And so, and, and, he was down against Georgia as well, who they almost lost to um, this last Saturday. And so um, I do think Auburn going forward uh, will improve because they're going to get Jasper back. And, um, you know, this team is really good. What's your thoughts on them going forward? Do you think that they're going to stay as a one seed and this win will be super valuable down the road? Good question. I was going to ask you the same, but tournament. I think that, I think that they're going to be a top four seed, but I don't mm-hmm. know that they're going to be number one. Right. But I have not done my research on many other teams. So I, I haven't even looked at the top 25 in a while. I don't know who's hot, who's not. Um, right. But I do know that Auburn's good, but I think that they're going to be overlooked because of this. That's what I think. And I'm sure they'll take into account, you know, the port, point guard being gone. I just I, – I think they're going to be a top four seed. Um, I just don't see them being number one. But then that's to say that Auburn may win the whole darn thing. I mean, they are a really, really good team. I think that Arkansas was just a little bit better. And by a little bit, I think it came down to free throws and the crowd. That's it. I think that yeah. those are the only two things that helped Arkansas win this game. Right. And let – before we transition, I do want to give a call, a shout out to Job Barry Smith. They're six ten forward. It's going to be the number one pick in the draft probably. And you know when in overtime, Arkansas is trying to put the game away, and he hit back to back threes to keep it close. I mean, he did not make it easy Insane. for Arkansas. I mean, he is a terrific player. They compared him to Kevin Durant, and I mean, when you have that type of comparison you know that there's some skill there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so going forward, 
you know, good luck to that kid because he, he has some incredible talent. He's a ball player, and I look forward to seeing him uh, play on the next level. I really do. For sure. Um, with that being said, let's let's talk about the Mississippi State game. Typically, like I said, we would talk about the Saturday game, but the game against Auburn was so big that, you know, we, we had to lead with that. I mean, um, this Arkansas-Mississippi State game was kind of a uh, – a retaliation game, you know, um, it's one of those things where, you know, the last time they played at the beginning of the season, JD Note was out, Kamari Johnson was out. Um, Arkansas, you know, did a lot better in this game. Took care of business. That's what I got. They, they took care of business. They should have beat Mississippi state. Um, and they did. I mean, that that was my expectation. I didn't expect them. I mean, I was texting you. I didn't expect them to beat Auburn. Right. Um, and I know where I, my expectation lies. And Mississippi State's a good team, but they're not as good as Arkansas. Not on an eight-win streak, Arkansas. Yeah, no, and especially at home. It was one of those games where you could see them overlooking Mississippi State going right. into Auburn. Mm-hmm. But uh, they did a great job of, you know, controlling the game in the second half. It was tied at the half, 25-25. It wasn't the prettiest first half by any means. Very ugly game. But the good thing about this Arkansas team is, man, they've learned to win ugly games this season. And, I mean, there have been multiple times we've texted and said, man, they look horrible. But they pull it out somehow in not their best effort. And so, um, you know, for Mississippi State, Iverson Molinar, uh, he's a he's an NBA talent. Um, he he did a great job in this game of getting in the lane and and hitting some shots for Mississippi State. However, it was just a complete team effort for Arkansas um, in that game, and uh, you know they they made sure to to fight hard. I mean, when your leading scorer for Arkansas has fourteen points, you know it was a pretty balanced effort. Um, they there was only two other players in double figures. Um, Chris likes had a good game that game um, and he's pretty much stepped his game up lately. Um, and so he still took some crazy shots against Auburn. However, I have been impressed with how he's stepped up his game lately. I'm impressed with the turnovers. We had mm. six, six turnovers for the entire Mississippi state game. That to me is a huge difference than the past. I mean, let's say five, six games before that, where we were talking about a turnover problem. We were wondering right. when they were going to clean it up and how they were going to clean it up. Right. Uh, something that we struggled with was from three-point land, and I think that goes down – that credits Mississippi State's defense. They were very, very good defending the three. And, I mean, we shot like 21%. Um, right. And we have a pretty decent three – three-point shooting team I, I think that any single one of our players can shoot a three I mean you right. can just tan pick who you want and they'll shoot it and they may make it um whereas usually you know your forwards you're gonna say well they probably better not shoot but we've got Jalen Williams uh Connor can hit from three um our our, our other bigs can hit from three I Stanley mean, Moody for right. sure that's yeah. right yeah yeah. So I, I think that credits Mississippi State's defense at how they defended the three they knew our game but I just think right. that we controlled our turnovers, and that's what won us the game against Mississippi State. That's what I meant by taking care of business, go in there, do your business, walk out, let's focus on Auburn. 
For sure. And honestly, I think the Mississippi State game helped them going into Auburn because they only shot 59% from the free throw line against Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. And, you know, typically when that happens, you don't, you don't win those games. Right. And so, um, you know, low free throw percentage means low chance of winning. And so um, I'm sure coach got on them and said, okay, we're going to be ready for Auburn. Let's practice these free throws. And, you know, they shot their 80% against Auburn. And so I'm proud of them for winning this game Uh, going forward. You know, I am a little concerned about Alabama this Saturday uh, because they're going to Alabama after winning such a big game. And, you know, it's never easy to win a game on the road in the SEC. And especially after speaking from the hogs, whenever you win a huge game like this, you get worn out because Mm -hmm. you put all your energy into that, uh, into post game celebrations. Uh, It's almost, I mean, I hate to compare this, but it's almost like after you win a national championship in any sport, you're going to be down for the count for a couple weeks or, you know, however long because you're just you're still in that like after you whenever you're a graduating senior in high school and you know it's going to happen you're sitting back lounging a little bit you know you're you've already done your deal and you're just coasting through so I agree with you on that that it's going to be a tough game against Auburn and I'm I don't see us winning that one just because we beat the number one team and it's Arkansas (laughs) yeah but you know coach coach Muss is you know, he's changed the dynamic and uh it's a good point. I mean I I used to think that we, we would choke in the in the long run, but man, he's he's made it realistic for us to win games that, that are crazy. And so um or high caliber when we think we're gonna lose. And so um you know, maybe he goes down there and takes care of business. I do say this. Um you better watch out for Missouri right after Alabama mm-hmm. um, going up to Columbia for, and they're going to try to get revenge, but you know, out of the, the games remaining on our schedule um, that is the most winnable game. And sometimes um, you overlook some of these teams that have lower records or further down in the sec. Um, and so, you know, with that jam pack between Alabama, Tennessee, twice, Florida, Kentucky, LSU, I mean, that's, you know, you just got to watch out. Yeah, they're giving Alabama ESPN is a 68.5% chance to win this thing. Yeah, so, this Alabama this Alabama team is good. Now, they've played down to their competition sometimes, but this is the same team that beat the two teams that were in the national championship last year. Right. They've beaten Baylor. They've beaten Gonzaga. Um, this, they, may show my, this may show my age, Aaron, but I remember a time – when Alabama, not football, basketball, when Alabama basketball was absolutely atrocious. Do you yes, remember that? I do. I remember looking at Alabama on the schedule and thinking, well, that's a dub. Yep. That's and so, next game. Yep. And so, you know, they they can play. I mean, this team, uh, they they go up and down the court. They, they play the, the three-point game. They like to have their offense the same as Golden uh, Golden City or Golden State did it again, <laughs> Golden State. And so, you know, they want to shoot a lot of threes. They want to get a lot of steals. They want to have transition. Um, however, if you can out-physical them and you can uh, create havoc through turnovers, you got a good chance. 
And so uh, we're going to see how good this three-point defense has improved because we know Alabama is going to go in this game and, and shoot threes like crazy. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Nate Oates, right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I am so yeah. bad with coaches. Nate Oates has done a tremendous job just transforming that program into the program that it is. I mean, it seems like ever since uh, Sexton was there, they've been a right. three-point team. So, right. And he's a And he's a numbers guy. I think he was a former high school math teacher. And he, he used to be the athletic coach. And so, and you understand numbers of being an engineer and it's like, I mean, you can put the numbers together and that's how he plays. He says, statistically, this makes sense. So this is what we're going to do. And right. our shots are going to make sense with these numbers. And so, you know, he's very logical in how he plays. And I mean, that just makes you better. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you can use the math to your advantage and, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing Lane Kiffin do it. We're seeing other programs do it. I mean, it's it's very cool seeing them use that that technology that they have right in front of them to their advantage. So, right, who was it? Plasky Academy. Oh yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Who never punt on fourth down? Yep. Because the numbers state that they should go for it no matter Is how far. Kevin Kelly. I believe so. He's wow. over at Presbyterian now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's you know he never punted now. You know, it's it's one of those things like logically, like emotionally, it doesn't make sense. But if you put the numbers and it works, it works. And so, um, you know, it'll be a fun game. Um, I'm not, you know, like I said, don't overlook Missouri. Uh, Missouri did beat Alabama at Missouri um, earlier this year. But, um, you know, be ready for both these games and and then, you know, get ready for the rest of the season. Yeah. Well, uh, do we have any new news that you can think of? Uh, baseball season's next week. Wait a sec. How many days? Nine days. Nine days, including today. Yes. Okay. And the starting pitcher for opening day has been stated. Who is it? One Connor Noland, QB1. All right. Hey, <laughs> let's do it. Apparently yeah, he's got what four, I think coach said he had four or five pitches that he's getting really good at. So, yeah. I mean, let's, let's ace him up. I mean, that's right. We, Paulette's out, right? Paulette's out for the season. Right. Tommy John, very unfortunate, but um, he, he has a bunch of freshmen and we'll, we'll do a baseball episode next week. Um, we'll dive in deep a little more with this team. Um, and we're going to try to get some guests as we go into the baseball season, but um there are a bunch of freshmen on this team you know there have been some top five classes in the past few years and you know he wants to get some of these young guys in there and so um you know we'll see what happens um i'm excited for a few of the guys heston cole uh one of the pitchers that comes to mind the beyond vermilion is a is, is a i think he's a fifth year senior and he's shown some good stuff mm-hmm. um you know um, i'm excited about the lineup uh, up and down the lineup is going to be scary for other teams. Um, but, you know, it'll be good to um, have baseball season start and get to some of these games, enjoy the outfield, the hog pen. And, uh, yeah, man, nine days, you know, um, Arkansas loves its baseball. So, yeah. Well, yeah. It, there for a while, it was the only thing we had going for us. So, <laughs> it's true. I mean, we it, didn't really it helped have an us option. not. It helped us from going into deep, utter depression. Yeah. We only yeah, had minor depression. 
we would have been calling each other trying to figure out how to cure each other's depression. <laughs> That's right. Uh, not to make light of depression, by the way. Dis- no, disclaimer, sure. you know, Aaron's a psychologist. He understands. So uh, we get a pass. So, yes. uh, hey, transitioning over before we get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> listener mail. We don't have any listener mail. Uh, but if you want to have your voice heard, now's your opportunity. Listen. You like that? That was good. Okay. I liked it. No, that's good where, stuff. Where should they email? Um, where is our email? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pixely podcast at gmail.com. gmail.com. P I G S I L L Y P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to include your name and where you're writing from. So we can include you into the next podcast. You got anything else? Yeah, man. Like, subscribe, share, um, tell your friends. Um, we're excited because uh, my wife has gotten some swag and uh, we're going to put it out there at some point to show you guys some of that swag. Um, so be looking up on the Facebook page and the Twitter page to kind of see what we've got going on there. Yeah, um, that that is the new news that I absolutely <laughs> forgot. I meant to bring it up. Oh man, it looks pretty darn good. I haven't looked at it in person, but from pictures and from what Aaron showed me earlier before this recording, it was very impressive. She did a very good job in getting that thing. I'm going to keep hinting around it. I'm going to keep teasing the listeners. Uh, Yes. that, That thing looked real good. I mean, I would definitely use that every single day. It's true. You know, if the people are going to look at it and be like, man, I need that for my style Yeah, and they're going to, you know, wear it, you know, and we, and we really got to give Brittany Moyer a raise some, one of these days. <laughs> hey man, speaking of that, speaking of raise, if you want your ad at the beginning of this program, in the middle of the program, at the end of the program, we can negotiate price tags. Uh, we talked about how our audience is growing. Our listeners are growing. You want to get your name in early before this thing blows up. Now's your opportunity. I'm talking about Wright's Barbecue. I'm talking about JJ's Bar and Grill. I'm talking about Core Brewing, Bentonville Brewing, any of the brewing places in the state of Arkansas. I will accept free beverages in exchange for a little snippet, 30, 15, 60 second uh, advertisement. We may be able to work it. So, uh, and wow, just got a frog in my throat. I promise I won't do that on the advertisement, but the last episode with, uh, we, we, you know, got a little preview of your advertisement voice through uh, a oh. Cooper and Duke, uh, episode there. So, Hey, I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. One of these days, man, you know, we do this for fun. We love it. Um, Arkansas sports is something that, that we enjoy. I mean, I, I would say the three things I love most, my wife traveling and Arkansas sports. And so that's, I mean, that's, you know, got to put Duke in there too, even though he's crazy. <laughs> and so he hadn't eaten my wallet this week. He has tried to steal my clothes every so often, but oh he'll get out of it. He's still a puppy. Uh, you know, we have this nice little uh, cherry flavored chew detergent that yes. uh, your wife gave me that's helping a little bit. Um, well, hey, uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and give us a follow on facebook or twitter pick silly podcast is our at on both of those um and i think i'm out you got anything 
I think that's it, man. You know, guys have a good week. Um, Before I get off here, uh, I just want to encourage all of our listeners, have a meal with someone this week, Mm. talk with them, um, help your mental health. Um, It's good to be with people and encourage one another because, you know, COVID does cause some craziness, but uh, make sure your mental health is okay. So just hang out with some friends and encourage one another. And so that's all. Insert the uh, the voice of John L. Smith. Smile, smile. <laughs> All right, life scribe, sub, sub, life scribe, life <laughs> like, <laughs> like, subscribe and share, please. <laughs> Apple <laughs> podcast. No, they're Spotify, already listening to it. Google, all the things. You can edit that out. <laughs> We're not editing. We're not editing anything, Aaron. We're not touching it. So Bless. Hey, we're gonna hop off this thing before we get carried away. That's right. All right, All right. man. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. See you.